T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. Oh, oh. this is going to be a fun show today. Andrew Perloff, ladies and gentlemen, a gamer. Yeah. Sounds a little under the weather, is currently doing the show with a winter coat on, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though it is 70 degrees in the studio. I'm wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> I feel fine. And you are being a trooper right yeah, now. I would say I'm the Tua of the show. Yeah, they, they <laughs> say that I can't, I can't handle the cold. As long as you have the right jacket, you're, you can do anything. You think Tua's going to play with like a jacket and then a jersey over it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who was that dude who did that? Is that Tua? I don't know if anybody's ever done it. I know guys have worn like hooded sweatshirts and stuff, but I don't know if you can actually wear a coat. Yeah, I mean, I'm like Tua. Tua <laughs> wanted to walk away probably when he landed in Buffalo. Is he landed in Buffalo? I'm not sure. I, I wanted to walk away when I got to the office, but it's Friday before a huge weekend in the NFL and my team, my second team. Just one last night. I had to brag about that. Well, I know you wanted to come in and do a victory <laughs> dance for Brock Purdy today because I've been the one saying, all right, pump the brakes. This guy's a seventh-round rookie. At some point, he's going to look like a rookie. Now, I still think that moment mm. is coming, but it didn't come last night. He was excellent. I mean, I think nothing underscores how good he was than the double play fake. If you guys know oh, what I'm talking so about, cool. the fake to Ray Ray McLeod, the fake to McCaffrey, and then all of a sudden Kittle is all alone up the seam and he scores like a 27 yard touchdown. That was beautiful. Yeah, and welcome back, George Kittle. We yep. actually said yesterday, how come we don't hear George Kittle's name? He's awesome. He's Two kind touchdowns of last night. Kelsey ish. That play was beautiful. I saw this really cool video that Steve Young ran the same exact play. It comes from the Bill Wall Street. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so the Niners are firing on all cylinders. I am really, really curious. Can Brock Purdy keep this up? Because sometimes backup quarterbacks, you get tape on them, you can figure out their tendencies. I don't get that vibe with this team because the team around them is so good. Okay, well, the defense will always keep them in it. We know that. But the fact that he played this well without Debo and just the fact that he's in Seattle for the first time, starting on the road, hostile environment. Now they've won three straight with him. They've won seven overall, seven straight. So here's my one thing. How long did it take for basically the two defenses this year, one of them the 49ers, the other the Chargers, to figure out Tua? Like sometimes it just takes a little bit, and then there's a blueprint out on you, and then another team's able to replicate it, and then we'll see if the Bills can be the third team or if the Dolphins are going to adjust. But what I'm saying is you never know when a team's going to catch up to you. It took a while for teams to catch up with Tua. Is it going to come 
for Brock Purdy and when. See, the thing is, is that their schedule is not that crazy going down the stretch. Who, who do they got? So 49ers have Washington, then they have Vegas, then they have Week 18, standby, one second, da-da-da-da-da. Final is Arizona. Yeah. So and... these are not going to be defenses. Maybe Washington a bit will test them, but Vegas, Arizona? Ugh. Well, they don't really... They might not be playing for anything. Depends where them in Minnesota land around. Now, all of a sudden, San Francisco is the first team to clinch a division. That's amazing. I mean, they were yeah. we, we wrote them off, basically, when Trey Lance got hurt early in the season. Jimmy G came in and lost immediately. Now, if I told you that Brock Purdy was going to do this, you would have never, ever believed me. I do think it's just continued to be, and I, I'm going to maintain this, the most unique situation for a quarterback you do not land in spots like this where you have Nick Bosa and Fred Warner on the other side. You have Christian McCaffrey and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle on the offensive side. They can make up for a lot, a lot of flaws for their quarterback. Okay, I will still maintain he hasn't done it yet. He hasn't done it yet. I feel like people are penciling them into the Super Bowl right now. Okay, hold on. He hasn't done it yet. Let's see him face a team like the Dallas Cowboys defense. Let's see Brock Purdy go against the Philadelphia defense. I mean, these have not been huge tests for him, although I think Miami's defense is better than you think they are. So that one was good. But Seattle didn't barely put up, you know, their defense barely put up much of a fight last night. So I still want to reserve my Brock Purdy is going to have a moment where he's going to play like a rookie. Okay, those defenses are good, but they're nothing like the San Francisco defense. I guess if the Cowboys get Micah Parsons going, it doesn't feel like he slowed down just a scunch and Nick Bosa's (laughs) passed him to be the defense player of the year. I don't know if the the Vegas odds updated, but it feels like Nick Bosa now leads the league in sacks. He's become the Aaron Donald-like figure in the NFL. Maybe he can do what Donald did for Mm. the Rams last year. Be the closer? Yeah, like Von Miller was supposed to be for you guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, Appreciate that as a Bills fan. Let's (laughs) just remind me that uh, one of the most important players is now injured. (laughs) Still the podcast is pretty entertaining, though. Good for Von. Um, So here's some stats on Brock Purdy. Okay. And tell me what you think of these. So 69% completion percentage since Jimmy G got hurt. Seven touchdowns, one pick. 612 yards, 105, or I'm sorry, 106.8 passer rating. Okay. I'm glad you corrected that to 106.8 because if it was 105, what a bum. But 106.8, I mean, <laughs> best best quarterback ever. I don't know where the Pro Bowl is anymore, but maybe send Brock there. <laughs> and his parents are awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I get it. I get the mania. So may I just for a moment? Yes. Let's just say that this becomes a Kurt Warner type season or even a Tom Brady like season mm. from back when his he wasn't a rookie obviously but you know early on in New England. So now what? I mean, people will say, "Oh, this is a great problem to have. It's an awesome problem to have. You got your fourth string quarterback is now going to what? Compete with Trey Lance? Is that really an awesome problem to have considering how much you gave up to trade for Trey Lance?" It's already gone, you know, backfired because of injury, which just happens, right? Like, this is the NFL. But to have it backfire where he could get potentially outplayed by Mr. Irrelevant, is that a great problem to have? I would argue it's not. Well, I mean, listen, Matthew Stafford went to L.A. and blew up the whole team. They're going to be bad for probably eight years unless Baker Mayfield (laughs) takes off. So would they take that Super Bowl? Of course. So if Brock Purdy can lead them to Super Bowl, I think he might be starting next year. Okay, well, say it's not Super Bowl. Okay. Let's just say it's not exactly. Say it's divisional round or still something that would be considered a success. NFC Championship game. Ooh, then you have a great competition in the summer, and that's what you want as a team. What's wrong with this? What's the downside? Well, the downside is you might have missed so bad on your evaluation of a quarterback that you took one guy third and the other guy 
with the last pick in the draft, whatever number that is, and one is better than the other. Well, that's it seems unfair. You can't blame the Niners for uh, I feel like for them. taking Brock Purdy. Like they should get credit for that. They get credit for, it, but at the same time, what were they seeing in Lance? Like that's the thing about this offense. Hurt. No, but what were we seeing in him? I know it was early, but the guys barely played, and it's just funny to me. Like they mortgage so much to go after a quarterback when Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy make them look like Super Bowl contenders. Why did you do that? Why did you waste all that? And it was the it was urgency. It was desperate. I mean, they got totally worked on that trade to to trade up rather. And if Lance never ends up panning out, like what did you do? And granted, if you win a Super Bowl, no one's going to care. But if you don't, doesn't that show that your evaluation or your process was wrong? I think you were trying to have it both ways. Am you're I? trying to say Brock Purdy is going to be figured out, and you're also trying to say Brock Purdy's better than Trey Lance and is going to start next year. Because <laughs> I, I don't know what Trey Lance is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think my only argument, counter-argument, would be with Trey Lance was hurt. So it's impossible right. to judge where that was going. Uh, because what do we have, a game and a half? It was sopping wet in one of the games. Yeah, it was ridiculous. that game in Chicago. And was... then you throw in, until Jimmy G is gone from that team, I'm just assuming he's on the roster <laughs> next year. <laughs> There's always a seat for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like almost like a... You know, when they have like a, a locker for somebody, it's just like all time. Oh, like the Rams with Odell last yeah. this year? <laughs> yeah, they kept it. Just keep all oh. Jimmy's stuff intact. Keep the mirror up. Well, you know, there's... I just assume he has a mirror. What happened to the story? There's a chance Jimmy G comes back in the playoffs? No, I don't remember what happened. I can't keep track of okay. who's coming or going for San Francisco. <laughs> there was an outside shot, remember, that was like the good news that he could be back by the divisional round or whatever, and then Kyle Shanahan basically threw cold water on that and said it was a way outside shot. Like, don't get mm. excited. All right. I don't know. Somebody's got to play quarterback there, and they're going to be good. I think I could play quarterback there, Maggie. I have <laughs> With all the coat these, on? I have these backup court. Yeah, I kind of look like an old-school Niners player. Like, what's his name? Y.A. Tittle or John Hadle? You know, if I, we've been talking all week about Tom Brady's overcoat. Yeah. That's what I want right now because I can watch the weather in Buffalo on TV and I'm freezing to death. I don't know how you grew up in that stuff. I, I don't do either. It? I don't either. That's why I moved to New York City and I was like, ooh, this is toasty here because it doesn't have 12 feet of snow. Basically, 855-212-4CBS. But you were saying before the show that now I look like I'm being a tough guy. Like yeah. I look like I'm one of the offensive linemen who's not wearing any sleeves today because you're wearing a coat. And if I'm going to be the tough guy on the show, then we are all in a ton of trouble. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's bad news. No, you're super tough, Maggie. <laughs> Why, because I grew up you, in the snow? You take the girl out of upstate New York. You cannot <laughs> take the upstate New York out of the girl. Yeah. I know enough. Two beers in, <laughs> it's on. I know. When I start talking like a truck driver, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, all comes out. We're going to go to the phones early and often here. Our buddy JJ's in California, wants to weigh in on... Purdy. What's up, JJ? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Pearl Connor already said he's got to win the Super Bowl for him to have a starting job. And that's what I was just wondering. Yeah, it's a great question. What would, he, what would he have to do this year to, to be a permanent starter for next year? You think it's going to be a fight automatically? But what Maggie just said about the, the storyline to it all, about them losing and putting all that in, that's, that's, that's hot right there. I mean, I can't believe they put all that in there and Purdy hawked out like that. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. I like that. Yeah, though. you know, I, I like the way that sounded. Thank you, JJ. Yeah, uh, Brock Purdy, it was it's unbelievable. If I had 
tried to invent a quarterback. You know, I love backup quarterbacks. Yeah, you do. What if I said a guy from Iowa State who was Mr. Irrelevant is going to look amazing and lead the Niners to the hottest team in the league? No and, way. And also, there's just been so many eyeballs on these games, too. Like, he's doing it in these really big moments, like when you are playing against the Dolphins. Obviously, everyone thinks that's a really big game, of course. You know, it's just like, and now you get the you get the Thursday standalone game. Like, they've just been all these very big games. Yeah, totally. And he doesn't look nervous at all. Yeah. Um, have you seen, you've seen my Brock Purdy tweet that I love more than anything, right? What's that? Where he is, it's his first game in, he's doing mop-up duty, and he goes to hand the ball off to Elijah <laughs> yeah, Mitchell. Yes. And Elijah Mitchell's on the complete opposite side of him. So he just holds his arm straight, then he just takes off. Uh, I will retweet it, It's or you should retweet it. It's the best. It's so great when yeah. he just is handing off and the guy going on the totally different side of the handoff. Yeah, Sorry, I mean, it was Miami and then Tampa, of course, with yeah. Tom Brady. How could I forget that? Now Seattle. Yeah, I mean, the other thing, too, is even if you are slowing the brakes on Brock Purdy, you have to like this story. I do. I do. Well, I do. I definitely do. I'd, I'd be a you know heartless person not to like this story. Yeah. It's easy to get behind. I'm, I'm just curious how long it continues. Because if I'm a defensive coordinator for one of these teams that's coming up, Washington, Vegas, Arizona, or whoever they're going to meet in the playoffs, I'm taking this personally. Yeah. I'm like, I am not going to let, if the offense gets beaten by, if our offense gets beat by this crazy defense, so be it. I'll live with that. But if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm taking this personally that I'm not going to let Brock Purdy beat us. Yeah. I mean, the Seattle Seahawks, you said on yesterday's show, that defense is suspect. Oh man. How How can you not cover Christian McCaffrey? That's the most obvious (laughs) thing you do when you're playing the Niners. First drive. Wide open Christian McCaffrey again and again and again. How about Diggs, though? Drop that would have been the interception. I feel like that really would have changed the game. And then when Geno, he didn't throw the pick, but obviously it was a fumble that gets returned basically to the three-yard line, and McCaffrey ends up running the ball in anyway. That, I felt like, changed so much because Seahawks can't play from behind. They said it on the broadcast last night, and they were totally right. Nope, nope. I feel like the Geno Smith dream is... Coming to an end, Maggie. So, isn't that funny? Does one dream have to die for another dream to live? Like, if now Gino as the great story kind of goes away, and here comes Brock Purdy as the big story, I feel bad for Gino. He put together a really great season, but it's just... I know. I Well, you know what? This is still oh, a great story. Even if they go 7-10, and 10, I love Gino. I think Gino Smith's going to get a Pro Bowl invite. I was looking at the stats. He has plenty of stats to get there. Yeah, 70% so, completion. Yeah, percent. this is a, a great story, no matter what happens with Seattle. Uh, All right, that's our thoughts on last night's game and Brock Purdy. Of course, you're welcome to weigh in. What does Brock Purdy have to do to win the job outright for next season? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free. And you get back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. It is Maggie and Perloff. And we will get back to the phone calls in just one moment. But really excited to talk to our next guest, Perloff. He won a national championship when he was at Clemson. He was a consensus All-American. He was the eighth overall pick in 2020 of the Arizona Cardinals. And that's Isaiah Simmons, who's joining us on behalf of Bud Light. They're have a new contest, Perloff, where they're giving away a a signed game-worn jersey and tickets to attend a game this season with your family. We'll get to that in a second. Isaiah, thanks so much for the time today. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing excellent. You know, full disclosure here, um, my co-host is very good friends with Andy Dalton. Yeah. And I had to remind him today that maybe the individual highlight of your season so far was an incredible pick six that you had on Andy Dalton. Yeah, Isaiah, what's what's up with that? <laughs> Can you just walk us yeah. through that play? Do you ever feel bad for offensive <laughs> players? You should. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they feel bad for me when they score, so therefore. Good point. The feeling kind of goes both ways. That was definitely a highlight of the season. Can you describe, for you, I'm sure, can you describe what it has been like to be a member of the Cardinals this year with all the ups and downs you guys have gone through? Um, yeah, um, you know, just with all the ups and downs, that's going to happen in football. Um, you know, it's never about what are you going to do if adversity hits, uh, you know, you should have a plan on what you're going to do when it hits. So I kind of just take that look upon the season and um, understand that adversity is going to hit. Things are not going to play out the way um, expected or you know, made what what we think is going to play out. So just just going through this season, dealing with, uh, you know, obviously more losses than wins, um, it's been tough, uh, especially coming from a system where um, I significantly lost less games than one. And um, yeah. it's hard, but, uh, you know, just I'd say, you know, just staying together, um, letting everyone understand that, uh, you know, every play within itself is a game of its own, uh, just going play by play and, uh, you know, just, just trying to put together our first, our best four quarters, uh, best best collective football um, every single week. You know, that, that's just kind of been what my message has been. Um, and like I said, you know, it's tough. Uh, it's never easy to lose, but um, I'd say the hardest thing, you know, is just trying to make sure everyone stays in it. Uh, Stay, stay locked in on what the main thing is. And, um, you know, ultimately, just the blessing that we have to be able to go out there each and every day uh, and live our, our dream jobs. Um, Isaiah, what's it like to have the Hard Knocks camera when your team is struggling? I feel like it might be easier if the team was doing well. Do you pay attention to them? Do you change your behavior at all? Um, you know, I, I don't change my behavior at all. Um, I, like to, I like to carry myself 
as someone who, um, you know, you, you know what you're going to get from me. Uh, you're not going to come in and I'm one way, one way, one way a certain day and different another. Um, you know, I like to give everybody just a real raw, authentic me. And um, I feel like as if changing up on the camera wouldn't be right. So I see people do it and I kind of don't think it's right. It's just kind of weird, kind of funny. So personally, I'm not like a huge, 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 huge fan of Hard Knocks because I just wish everyone would be regular on camera. But, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, um, that's out of my control. So, I mean, it's not really that big of a distraction. There's cameras out there anyway. So it's just kind of like an extra camera. Um, out there, but you know, my mom, she likes it. So if she likes it, I like it. <laughs> you know what? That's really smart. If mom's happy, everything's going to be good. We're talking with Isaiah Simmons on behalf of Bud Light, of course, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, well, I'd say linebacker safety. You've played mm-hmm. basically every position, I guess, except D line in your career. Uh, curious though, if you've spoken to Kyler since Monday, I think everyone was pretty devastated to see him go down with the non-contact injury and now with the torn ACL. Have you seen him? Have you talked to him? Yeah, um, he was in the building the other day. Um, obviously, we would hate we hate seeing losing our quarterback, uh, one of our leaders. Um, you know, we hate losing a guy like that, uh, especially in any point of the season. But with it being Kyler, um, you know, it's tough. Um, you know, we look at him as, like I said, one of our leaders, one of our our quarterback, QB1, main guy on the team. So um, it's definitely tough just with what he brings to the game. Uh, he brings something very different that most quarterbacks don't, just the way he plays the game, um, just his scrambling ability, uh, his big arm, big play ability. Um, you know, it, it sucks. It's tough. Um, yeah. But luckily, you know, we have a great, great guy in Colt great leader and Colt, um, you know, and everyone's going to, they're going to play for Colt. Everyone's going to rally for Colt. Um, and like I said, I mean, it's it always going to be hard to lose your, your starting quarterback, but just obviously just going back to what the basics are, keeping the main thing, the main thing, um, we can't stop and just lay down for the rest of the season, um, due to that. And, um, it also falls back to what I said. Um, you know, it's, it's not it's not your plan on if adversity hits, or it's your plan on when adversity hits. So, I feel as if you know this is just another piece of adversity. Um, as Cardinals, you know, we've been dealing with a lot of hard struggles all season, um, with missing Kyler a few games, uh, missing Hop for six games, um, missing Hollywood, missing Rondell, Zach Ertz getting hurt. Uh, Byron Murphy being out for the rest of the season, and the list goes on. Um, so it, it's been tough, but, you know, it's, it's this next man up mentality. And I feel like our team has a very good grasp of that. Just, you know, we haven't really had no other options. And, um, you know, I, I feel like this adversity that we're dealing with is really going to – it's going to build us into who – who we're going to be in the future and what kind of team we'll be and, you know, what kind of culture we like to have around. Um, I feel like those are all intangibles that we're going to be able to build upon. So the ups and downs, the downs suck for sure, but, you know, we'll find, we'll find, we're going to definitely find ups within those downs. They were showing video of Kyler being carted off and he was crying. When you saw him in the facility, did he have, uh, was he smiling? Is he back to being Kyler yet? Um, you know, 
not necessarily. Um, you know, I I watched them the whole way off, and just seeing that, I feel like that just shows you a guy uh, with passion, a guy who cares about what he's doing, um, a competitor, and you know, to see that just ripped away from him uh, just that fast, especially on a non-contact injury, just kind of like a freakish play. Um, hurts my heart. I uh, hate to see things like that for anybody. Um, and, you know, um, you know, I have prayers to Tyler and his family um, for a speedy recovery for sure. But, um, you know, I just feel like it just shows, you know, his, his passion and whatnot. And I wouldn't say that, you know, he, was, he wasn't he was in the building crying, but you could tell uh, definitely – uh, a little frustrated, I would say, um, just just because you know he he's not able to go out there and play the game that he loves to play. Uh, so, I mean, I, I would assume that I would I would be feeling the same way. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel for him. Sucks. I hate it. I hate it for the team. I hate it for him more. Um, Such a bummer. It really is. We, I, you know. You're hoping that he's going to recover well and that none of his athleticism is going to be compromised. You know, coming back from an injury like that, Isaiah Simmons is joining us on behalf of Bud Light. You can tweet hashtag Bud Light present and hashtag sweeps, hashtag sweepstakes at Bud Light for a chance to win ultimate prize this holiday season, a game-worn signed jersey by, well, it could be Isaiah Simmons. You could also receive tickets to attend a game this season with your family. Really cool. It's for fans who are 21 and over. Uh, Got to ask you back to your college days for a second, Isaiah, which is you played against some of like the really young superstar quarterbacks in the league. I mean, you beat Tua in the national championship game, right? College football playoff. You lost to Joe Burrow in LSU, but you played against Jalen Hurts a little bit. You might even seen Mac Jones. I mean, you, Trevor Lawrence obviously was your teammate at Clemson. Like, of all the young quarterbacks, let's take Kyler out of it because he's your teammate now. Of all the young quarterbacks, who's the toughest to play against? Oh, you can't do that to me. <laughs> you can rank them if you wanted to. Like, toughest three, two, in one. college. What's that? Toughest in college or toughest in the NFL? Well, the toughest guys who you faced, well, both, I would say. We'll say in the NFL, in the NFL. Young, young NFL <laughs> quarterbacks, who's the toughest to face? Man, that's tough. They all bring their own unique game, you know, to the table. Um, golly. Man, I played some really good quarterbacks. Uh, Joe Burrow is a real deal. Uh, Why is he so tough? Smart guy. Um, he's like a young vet. That makes <laughs> sense. Like, he's been playing for so long, but he hasn't. Like, he's like a a really experienced young guy. I don't know. It's, that's, that's like this kind of, like, the vibe that he gives me. Um, Justin Herbert, he's the real deal. He has – he can make any throw possible. Uh, like, seat set, not seat set. I haven't seen many people do that. There's only a few guys like that in the league, uh, guys like – uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, they do things like that. But uh, Justin Herbert, I believe he can do that as well. Tua, it's always different playing Tua. He's lefty. Uh, ball comes out differently than, like, what you're used to seeing. Um, 
Tua throws a good ball as well, and Tua also has a great scrambling ability. So he's like a he's a good he's a, he's a really good dual threat um, as we're all seeing. Um, Jalen Hurts. Uh, uh, I feel like all these people are so self-explanatory. Um, Jalen Hurts, great dual threat quarterback. You see what he's doing. He's in the MVP race um, for a reason. He's making all the throws. He's doing he's doing everything that he's doing everything great that everyone doubted him on, doubted him on coming out. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I remember a lot of people questioning if he was going to be able to be an NFL quarterback uh, for a long time, be an NFL quarterback effectively, and look at him. He's proving everybody wrong. So hats off to Jalen Hurts uh, for doing his thing, proving everybody wrong. Um, but Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> we still we can see it. You see what Trevor – come on now. You know, you know, y'all knew I was going to go with him now. Yeah, of course. <laughs> My guy. He's a pretty good choice, too. Yeah, he's a good choice. They got a big game this weekend coming up against Dallas. They're going to host the Cowboys this weekend. Okay, Isaiah, so you're, par- you're uh, partnering up with Bud Light. You got five of NFL athletes who you can win a game-worn signed jersey. Now, between Devin White, yourself, Christian Wilkins of the Dolphins, and Bobby Wagner, why is your jersey going to be the most valuable when all said and done? Um, I think mine's the most valuable because if you would like a jersey from multiple positions, then <laughs> mine's probably the most valuable. <laughs> no offense to the other guys because they're all great, phenomenal players, good friends of mine as well. So, but you know, personally, I just feel like if you would like a jersey of multiple positions, mine's the best one to go with. Well, your college coach Dabo Sweeney called you the unicorn. I think he's right. You can tweet hashtag Bud Light present and hashtag sweepstakes at Bud Light for a chance to win a game worn signed jersey by either Isaiah or one of those other guys who I mentioned. You'll also receive tickets to attend a game this season with your family. Isaiah, hoping that the rest of the season goes well for you. Thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Isaiah. That's a yeah. That that's it's a, a tough list. question, Maggie. Yeah. That's a tough question because you saw what happened to Micah Parsons when he didn't say glowing things about Jalen Hurts. I could tell Isaiah immediately thought of that and said, "I'm not going <laughs> to provide any bulletin board material." Was he ranking them? I think he was ranking them without us knowing, and then Trevor oh, yeah. was the last one. Well, that we saw coming. Yeah. So now we got to go back through and parse through his rankings. Yeah, I was Joe Burrow five. Anyway, he's a pretty big. Well, <laughs> I actually, didn't realize he was ranking him until he got to Trevor. I'm not sure Joe Burrow. He seemed to be a fan of Joe Burrow. What do you call him? Yeah, he said he's like a young old guy. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's the nicest thing anyone's <laughs> ever. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, we see you guys on the phones. We will get to you as soon as we get on the other side of this break. The question for today is: What does Brock Purdy have to do to win this job in San Francisco? Or to San Francisco 49er fans, has he already won it? It's time to ask the pros where you can ask us a question. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later in the show, and we might answer your question. We'll take holiday-themed questions, if you don't mind, and we'll go uh, later on interrogate Pat about what happened after the Odyssey holiday party Ooh. because those guys were feeling no pain as they were leaving the yeah, Station. if it's appropriate for air, that is. Pat, use your best judgment. <laughs> I don't trust Pat's judgment. Yeah, we're gonna we'll walk a thin line. <laughs> yes, thank you. Something tells me that party didn't stop. 
<laughs> until late, late in the evening. Let's go to the phones, though. Uh, we got to get your calls on Brock Purdy, the 49ers, what we saw last night. 49ers clinched the NFC West last night. They've won seven in a row. They've won three with Brock Purdy at the helm. Anthony is in San Francisco. You're up, Anthony. What do you think about Brock? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, we've had Steve. We've had Joe. Now we got Brock. Oh, crazy. He's doing a great job. <laughs> Just and the crazy. thing with the 49ers is, is that you put them in a system and they work. You know, we talk about the Eagles all the time. They're a good team. However, put them on the field with the 49ers and what will happen? Well, we might find out in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah well, I think our I, – I believe that the 49ers defense is way superior than theirs. And we all know that you win championships with defense. Yep. But how do you how are you putting Brock in the conversation with Joe Montana and Steve Young? Shouldn't he be with Jim Druckenmiller and Nick Mullins? You know, I'm, I'm born and raised in San Francisco. I'm 63. It's my birthday today. But anyway, <laughs> I, I have dealt with uh, Sneed and you know <laughs> and and Superior. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, but how do you do? The 49ers, they put you in a situation. Yep. They, Hello? Yeah. Anthony, listen, happy birthday. I love that you came in hot with, we had Joe, we had Steve, we've got, got Brock. Brock. Someone please print that t-shirt. Yeah. You know where they had those shirts where it was like, you know, someone and someone like Ringo and oh, John yeah, the four and names. Yeah, yeah. the four names together. Please put that with, we need a fourth name for the 49ers. Uh, Nick Mullins. <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of people last night were saying Brock Quake, right? Is that the expression I heard? Oh, Brock Quake. Or there was something else. There was a there was a nickname for Brock Party on social media last night. Oh, Brock Party that was going out a lot. Oh, uh, Brock Party. Yeah, that sounds like something that someone came up with sophomore year in college. I saw one similar to the Nick Foles nickname. Oh, yes, I've heard that, but not with uh, something that starts with a D. Something that starts with a C. Oh yes, yeah. yes, of course. Well, go. it has to rhyme. <laughs> It's not a great nickname unless it does, Brian. Uh, Andrew's in Oregon. It wants to pump the brakes on Purdy. What's up, Andrew? Hey, hey, Maggie. Hey, Perloff. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. What do you have for us? Um, I just think that we need to pump the brakes on Purdy a little bit. I mean, we see this all the time with young, with young inexperienced quarterbacks. They get plugged into a system. They play well for about a month or two until defensive coordinators get enough tape on them to scheme properly. And I, I, I just think we need to be wary of that with Brock. Now, now, if the playoffs come around and he's still playing well, then, yeah, he might be that guy. But I think, we, I think the jury is still out on him a little bit. With that being said, that double pump fake yesterday, filthy. It was amazing. I mean, I, Purdy gets credit for that, Andrew. Solid call. Thank you. Purdy gets credit, credit for that because he sold the fake so well. I mean, it's oh, yeah. Shanahan design, or I guess it was Bill Walsh you were saying. Uh, it was, or Seifert. It came from Bill Walsh. Uh, NFL Network showed all these old plays doing it. It's a great play. But, like, you really have to sell it. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing. And he, I thought Purdy did a great job. And George Kittle, where was that guy? It feels energized by having Brock Purdy out well, there. Well, when you're wide open in the middle of the field after two fakes, you probably feel great about yourself. Uh, Pete is in Pennsylvania. Oh, hey, Pete. How's it going? You know, I, I um, you got to ride the hot hand. I mean, until he prove, until, uh, Brock proves otherwise, give him the job. Let him develop. He might be an asset later on. Oh, well, That's definitely. They don't, and you know, Pete, and thank you for the call, succinct, right to the point. They don't have really an option. I mean, Josh Johnson is technically an option. But yeah. for now, for the end of the year, like this is Brock Purdy's tryout. What I was saying is that 
like if he ends up beating out Trey Lance for the job, then that's a massive miscalculation by the front office because you traded three first round picks to go move up to get Trey Lance. When meanwhile, Mr. Irrelevant was sitting there taking you to however far you think the 49ers can counter argument. The Patriots drafted Drew Bledsoe number one. They drafted Tom Brady in the sixth round. Different regimes. Okay. But how'd that turn out? Well, it turned out great for them. But yeah, that was a different old regime. Then Belichick came in and and drafted Brady. He liked Drew Bledsoe too. That's what he said. Uh, according to the Better to Be Feared Patriots book, apparently Belichick was always se- secretly resented Drew Bledsoe because his agent went behind Belichick's back to craft and got a $100 million contract for Bledsoe. And Belichick never wanted to give him all that money. And so Belichick always secretly kind of uh, resented Bledsoe. You love those kind of stories. I love oh, them. Love it. I, like, I think I highlighted that one yeah. with a highlight. I marked it, you know. For the book. Uh, let's go to Nolan. He's in Indianapolis. Hey, Nolan. What do you think about Brock Purdy? Well, uh, I think he, you know, he's doing good with where the opportunity he has. But I think it's funny that Collar, he said, we had Steve Young, we had Joe Montana, now we got Brock Purdy. And then he later says, oh, 49ers, you put him in a system. So is he a system quarterback or is <laughs> right. he a Hall of Famer? Right, right. Is he one of the greatest you know? to ever do it or is he just running the system? Fair question. Oh, my exactly. God. He's a, a thousand yes, percent. Because then you're either calling uh, like him a Hall of Famer or you're saying that Steve Young or Joe Montana are just system guys. I mean, Joe Montana went to the Chiefs, and if he doesn't get hurt in the playoffs, they might have won the Super Bowl. It's a yeah, great but point. you well, think it was coincidence that they handed off from Joe Montana, Steve Young, and never missed a beat? Maybe. Do you think it's coincidence that the top quarterback of all time, the top wide receiver of all time, happened to land in the same city at the same time? Do you think it might be the play calling? Uh, I don't know if it's just the play calling. <laughs> you know, I think that's that. I think that's a little uh, ridiculous. But well, you guys Nolan, can let me go. If it was, if it was all about the coaches, why isn't Seifert in the Hall of Fame? Because he was, he was sort of a uh, Bill Walsh. Copier. Well, if, if, I know, but if he it's all Bowl. about the coaches. I mean, then you don't have uh, uh, his, his name slip in my mind. But when the Chargers went fourteen and two with the last season with Breeze, and then they, uh, who was the head coach? Schottenheimer, Marty Schottenheimer, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like if it was all about the coach, then he would have won, you know, ten Super Bowls. But you know, the players got to make the plays. Yeah. Nolan, solid call. Thank you so much yeah. for chiming in. And you do remember yesterday, Perloff told us the amazing story about telling Joe Montana yeah. to his face that he was a system quarterback. If anybody wants to <laughs> have a system quarterback debate, I love it. call the show and Stu will hand you my personal number <laughs> and my address and you can come over, we'll drink coffee and we'll have the system quarterback debate because it's really my favorite debate. Honestly, he's like half kidding. <laughs> if you really want, like come to New York City, Sit down with Perloff. He'll give you as much time as you want just to talk about system QBs. Well, yes. I think systems are interesting. Is it the individual achievement or the system? Like Maggie and Perloff, obviously superstars, but is it the system? <laughs> I mean, you know, I think that it's the it's it's a, the talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're no, rising no. above the system. We're, uh, yeah. All are of you us saying here. We, Everyone in this room. We have George Seifer on the other side. <laughs> Not quite Bill no, Walsh. No, we've got a Bill Walsh over here. I think and we, we got, got two Bill Walshes. No, no, I feel we got like a Bill Walsh and a Parcells. That's more of a Giants coat. Yeah, Parcells. Yeah. I figured you would appreciate that. Yeah, you don't want to be, you don't be a Niners guy. Yeah. No, not with the history that the Giants and the and the 49ers have together. You got to pick a side. Yeah, and if, <laughs> uh, you would have got mad if we said Ben McAdoo, right? That, Absolutely. <laughs> that would have been a slap in the face. Yeah, meanwhile, look at Ben McAdoo. He's not going to get the last laugh, but somehow 
the Panthers might actually end up in the playoffs. <laughs> How is Tom Brady going to let that happen? Uh, Clinton is in Louisiana. Clinton, you're a fan of Purdy's yeah. from way back. Uh, yeah, I watched him when he first uh, went to Iowa State, me being a big Big 12 fan and Oklahoma fan. And I remember thinking, this boy's got it, you know. And to watch him come up, and I was surprised he was drafted as irrelevant. And to see him step up, he's just cool, calm, and collected. Clinton, do you remember a moment in his college days that really stuck out to you? like, Or was it just watching him for four years? Uh, just kind of watching him and, and watching him upset our, my Sooners there. And, uh, you know, just really he was just always well-prepared and well-disciplined quarterback. And uh, we always go back, y'all always talking about a system quarterback. But if you plug him into a system where he fits, and I think he, Shanahan is doing an excellent job with him. And I, I look for the boy to uh, shine like he's doing. Hey, wait, uh, Clinton, you said you're an Oklahoma fan? Yes, ma'am. Is it Cheese It Bowl, right? That's it, Florida State. Yep. Playing it. Are you going to eat some Cheese Its while you watch it? I'm never sure what the etiquette is there. Uh, no, I probably won't eat no Cheese It. I'll <laughs> eat some regular cheese, but I'm not a big <laughs> Cheese it You know, you're really missing out, Clint. Try a Cheese It. They're delicious. Thank you for the call. Good luck to your Sooners. Yeah, Cheese It Bowl, Florida State, Oklahoma, uh, Thursday, 29th. I think, I think last night we kind of saw why Brock Purdy fell in the draft. He looks like he's 14 years old. <laughs> as our buddy James Palmer said, it looks like he was cutting eighth grade Spanish class to go to the game. <laughs> he looks like a tweener, and these shows my daughter watches. Right? It does not look. There's a picture of him on CBS Sports Net now. Yeah. Does that, is that a guy who's going to kill you on the field? No, it looks like the guy who's mm. like taking tickets at the state fair yeah. or something, yeah. you know? So nice. Look at that smile. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to sack him. I would gently lay him to the ground if it was a big game. Well, speaking of last night, I know it was the other side, and it was Bosa sacking Geno Smith, but got to get this right, NFL. These rough-in-the-passer calls that are just Uh. gifting. I mean, just awful. And I actually, I credit the defensive guys for making the adjustments they've had, they have so far, but they're at the mercy of whatever, you know, schmo crew they have that night. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Gino, one thing I will say about Gino, you might want to throw the ball when Nick Bosa is coming at you 90 miles an hour. He did not look, he didn't look as twitchy as he was earlier in the season. Something's a little different. You're right. I don't think he saw him. <laughs> yeah, he was on the blind side. It was on the blind side. I just, I don't think that Gino, there were so many times when I'm at the TV like, look out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've got, you have two rookie tackles who are playing in Seattle and they've played really well last night. They were overmatched. Yeah, if I'm a quarterback playing the Niners, like my buddy Andy Dalton when he was in New Orleans, just fake a hamstring or something. Just get out of there. Bail out. There's nothing for you there. <laughs> nothing good's going to come No, nothing good's coming out. Man, poor Gino from last night. He's been such a great story this whole season. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.